our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh, boy. Here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way the out is up. This is How this to Do Life. How to Do Life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! Just a quick warning. How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about How to Do Life. Let's get into it. Well, hello, Heather. Hello, Chrissy. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. It's been one show per week, plus sick kids, and uh-huh. almost almost a week of me being sick. I we didn't know. know if today was going to happen for a minute. We're I'm sure. really glad that it so did. So it is an absolute pleasure to sit here with you today. Yay! I'm delighted to be here with you. It feels like back to normal. Yeah. Well, and we were saying when we came in that, you know, we've had several guests lately, which we love having guests. Yeah, and they're so it is much a lot of fun. fun. But it's nice. this is a show that is just a, here we are doing what we normally do. And I feel really happy about it. Me too. I feel really good about it. Well, let's kick off our show today with a little bit of... Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Friends, we are available on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, every other podcasting app that you can imagine. You can also find video of these rousing chats on the Facebook Live over at our page, How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather. We are there. Mm-hmm. They should be there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they should be there, too. That's where the action is. That's where the action is. That's where you can see us. Uh, we both have new hair. Like, we don't even look the same. We haven't seen each other in so long. <laughs> I got a new haircut. You, Your hair's getting longer. Oh, I'm so sick of it. You're pretending it's still St. Patrick's Day. No, this is my vaccination shirt. What's it say on it? Kiss me. I'm vaccinated. Oh, I thought it said Irish. I just assumed. No, I did, see? I can, yeah, okay. That's cute. This is a shirt for all days. That's cute. I kind of yeah. want one. Well, get one. I, I should get one. Yeah. I have had my first shot. I think that we've talked. Maybe we haven't talked about that. I don't know. I had my first shot, but my second one's in like a week or something. I think in one more week. So cool. Um, Heather, the other day. Yes. I was doing a Chrissy's Cursory Google search. Oh, yeah. That's fun. And now the results of Chrissy's Cursory Google search. What I was searching for. Mm-hmm. Was myself. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> I have a, a group that's updating my resume and my LinkedIn for me. And I needed to like review my current content and like tell them what was important and like s- just see what's out there because I didn't even know. I don't use LinkedIn. I don't really go on it at all. I forget about it. And I mean, being a person, and you're one of these people too, we don't like hold a regular job and we both do a wide variety of things, you know? Mm-hmm. So I realized a couple things on my search. One, my online work presence is an absolute disaster. <laughs> oh, mess. no. There's just a little of this, a little of that. It's just, just, just kind of messy. And two, I have done jobs that I forgot that I even did. Oh, yeah. That I forgot I even did, Heather. For example, LinkedIn reminded me that I was once an adjunct faculty member for an online university. I completely really? forgot that I ever worked at this job. Completely. Like now I what know did you again. Teach? I taught behavior analysis. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, 
I totally forgot that I had this job. I only had it for a couple semesters. And if I'm honest, um, I didn't have very good students. <laughs> <laughs> I was an excellent teacher. But it was before online teaching was a thing. Like, it was a long time ago. Yeah. You know? Um, and by a long time ago, I mean, like, five to eight years. Because that's a long time in the technology Zoom world. Zoom's really only been with us in full force for, like... A year. A year. Yeah. So, um... I found out I did that job. I forgot about it. Okay. So I thought today, in honor of me finding out jobs that I forgot that I had, that we would maybe play a little game. Okay. So let's jump into the grab bag. What? What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that Let's see one. what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Heather, I'm going to list jobs. Okay. And you are going to guess whether oh I have gosh. actually held this job or not. You're quizzing me now. I'm always the quiz master. <laughs> I now know. I'm the quiz. I'm so happy because I've never made up a game that I've I, I've never done this. Like this is always what you do to me, and I hope that you feel the same pressure that I do. I think I'm feeling it right me. now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can ask questions. You you know we can talk about any job that intrigues you, and I hope that this also encourages you to share any wild and outlandish jobs that maybe you've had or not had. Okay, so what I have to do is listen to the job description and then guess whether or not you actually had this job? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. All right, I'm ready. Listeners, please go online and find us on the Facebook or the Instagram and tell us about your weird jobs of the past. We <laughs> want to hear from you. That's what we want to hear this week, right? What kind of yes. weird jobs our, our listeners have had? That'll yeah. That'll be fun. Okay, <laughs> so here's the first job. Okay. Here's the first job. Primary flutist in a pit orchestra. Um, okay, well, I know that you have a background in music, and I think there was a flute. Yes, I think that you were. You did, I think that you did. Wait, wait, is that a job? Is that a job? Did you get paid? These are job, yes, these are, these are jobs. Yes. Okay, so you got paid for this, mm -hmm. and it's primary flutist mm -hmm. in a pit orchestra. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you did that. <laughs> I did have that job. I have had a whole category of jobs or roles in theater, like from being in the orchestra to being on the stage, you know, as a vocal performer to being a director. I've been involved in like theater, orchestra, stage shows, bands, choirs, all that stuff. I also have a degree in music education so I was an elementary school music teacher K through five. Oh, cool yeah um, so that was now that job um, I did like my student teaching it was a job like I did it for a semester right you know what I mean but uh, and I like I led the kindergarten musical and we, we wrote the play and we had all the parents and we had you know the, and I had to direct it and mm -hmm. it was very very cute but um, <laughs> that's not where I ended up for my uh, <laughs> for my actual that wasn't life the but path that you were going to take ultimately. I mean, it, it was part of the path. Yes, it was part of the path. It was, yeah. That, so that was, yes, that was a job that I had. Okay. How about this one? Do you think that I was the manager of the city pool? Um, yeah. Yeah? You do? I'm pretty sure. Actually, I managed two pools. <laughs> I managed two pools at once, and this did not go well. Oh. Um, being in charge of two locations, 
but only being available to be at one location. Yeah, that and it would wasn't be like it was two locations of the same city. It was like the city and then like a, a private pool. Oh, you know? okay. Um, so so that was it. I thought I could make extra money and do both. Right. I yeah. got hired for both because I was the best lifeguard. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was organized and I could do it. But what it really did was bred a bunch of jealousy and contempt and uh, made me bad at both jobs, right. you know, because uh-huh. I wasn't really committed to either one. How old were you when you had this job? 18? Mm-hmm. 18, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, at 16, you can become a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. And then um, at 18, like, if you're still, like, going home for summers of college, then you're basically, like, the oldest lifeguard there. Right. <laughs> You're way older it's than the 16-year-old lifeguard. Yeah, you, you get, you're at the top <laughs> of the food chain real quick. Yeah. And I'm making, so as a lifeguard, I made like 10 bucks an hour. But as a manager, I made 15. Whoa. 15 bucks an hour in the late 90s, early 2000s. You are banking. Right. And I'm working at two places. So I'd go open one pool and then I'd run over to the other pool that opened a couple <laughs> hours later. And I would like, I'd open the 10 a.m. pool. Then I'd go open the noon pool. Then I'd go back in for like the three o'clock check-in and shift change. And um, that's the best because you're getting paid a lot of money to do a job where the expectations are pretty low. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really have to do anything. Right. All I did was say every 15 minutes, you guys rotate chairs. Right. They go to a different chair. That's it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, make sure people don't drown because obviously that's, that's the, the biggest important. That, that's yeah. the big important part. But that's everybody's job, not just mine. Yeah. You know, um, but I did have to manage like crisis. We had 911. We had mm-hmm. kids on backboards. We had, you know, but not a lot. I mean, usually it was just you blow the whistle and you're like, adult you know, swim. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> One on the board at a time. <laughs> you know, no running. No running. No running. No, you don't say no running. You, you say, say walk. walk. Yes, walk. you say walk. You say you don't say don't run. You say walk because you don't want to put the word run, run in their head. Yeah. yeah. Plus, if my kids are at the pool, that means you are opening yourself up for a conversation about what modes of transportation are allowed <laughs> that aren't running. Right. It's just you can't run. But could I skip? Could I gallop? Can I hop on one <laughs> foot? Can I blah, 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 blah? So Lifeguarding. walk is the best direction. Walk. walk. Yeah. You blow your whistle, mm-hmm. and then walk. I, wish, I don't have a whistle sound. You got a whistle sound, John? No? No whistle? No, no whistle. <laughs> All right. Um, lifeguarding was one of my favorite jobs. It was super, super I great. always wanted to be yeah. a lifeguard. You just you, you sit in the sun. You get a suntan. And it led me to doing all sorts of other, like, peripheral weird jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, because when you're a pool manager, one of them was at, like, a big private park. And so I kind of became, like, a grounds person. Oh, <laughs> We had to, I don't like, want that job. We had to like set up for parties. No. Like we had to sweep out the barns. There'd yeah. be lots of bats out there. I remember like rescuing baby bats and things. I don't want that job. Mm-mm. It all started like, so I was a, a peewee gymnastics teacher at the YMCA. I got that job when I was 12. Yeah. I made $4 and 15 cents an hour. I punched the time clock. Like that was my first like legit job. Mm-hmm. Right. This wonderful woman, Kathy McAllister gave me this job because I was like one of the older girls in gymnastics and I didn't like it because I'm in there with a bunch of little kids and she'd be like go go warm up the little kids and I did a good job with it and so she gave me a real job yeah. you know like I had to set what what is really funny is I set up the equipment Heather like I had to because this was a YMCA gymnasium the gym equipment wasn't always up right so before class started I was setting up the parallel bars. Like, I'm hooking them into the ground with, like, the, year with the cables and stuff. Yeah, oh my God. that was my job. I did that. I had to roll them out of, like, a storage closet and then, like, hook them into the ground and hook the cables up to them and adjust them and tighten and tension them. I had to do that. <laughs> 
like three times a week. <laughs> that was my job. Did the parents know that the equipment that their kids were flip-flopping all over I'm the place sure. had been set up by a 12-year-old? I, I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I also was given the responsibility of teaching the little kids who were deaf. Like, for some reason, I had a deaf class, and I didn't know sign language, and I would... <laughs> Just try to figure out, like, I'm like, feet on the line, jump to the line, jump to the line. And there was a lot of... A lot of pantomime? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm 12. Like, you who, did it, though. who put me in charge of, a, you know, a dozen three-year-olds? But right. somebody did. Kathy McAllister did. Thank yeah. you, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And she was lovely. She actually, she let me babysit her own children and things as I got older. So then, like, from the gymnastics, I got into, like, the babysitting room at the YMCA, then I ran an after-school program. Of course you did. It was called Wise Way to Kids Play. And all the kids that were in it were, like, as old as me. <laughs> and I was their teacher, and I had to do a little lesson with them, and I had to make them snack. Like, I got there early to make snack, like, back in the YMCA kitchen, and I would carry it out on a tray and give it to all these people who were, like, in my grade <laughs> and teach them a class. And then I sent them down to swim in the pool, and I went home. That was, that was my job. That's hilarious to me. Okay, here is... Another job, you say whether you believe I held this job or not. Okay. Okay. All right. Educational consultant and language trainer in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Yes. 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 I'm I'm starting to think that this is kind of like, did this (laughs) happen? Kind of like your quizzes? Yeah, where every answer is yes. Maybe it's a little (laughs) bit like that. Maybe it is. We'll see. I can tell you that teaching Spanish to children who can't talk when you don't speak Spanish <laughs> is a challenging job. Kind of like teaching deaf children when you don't speak sign language. I have a lot of experience teaching languages I don't know. So did you? your job was to teach Spanish? No. My job was to teach teachers how to teach. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I know that job. Yeah. So I was supposed to train them how to do things. But... Like, in order to watch them and, like, see how the kid was responding, I would have to ask them if the child was right right or wrong, Mm -hmm. right? And um, what's funny is just a few weeks ago, I was telling my kids, because my kids take Spanish, and they're actually pretty good. And I'm like, all the Spanish that I learned, like, all the animal names, all the colors, all this stuff, I learned from, like, watching behavior analysis be done Mm -hmm. with Spanish-speaking children. And so um, cow is... V-A-C-A, vaca. Mm-hmm. But I guess that my, according to my daughter, the Spanish expert, it sometimes makes a B sound. And when I would watch, the kids would always say vaca. And especially because the V is a harder sound. And right. plus, I guess there's some Spanish-English mix of things. So my whole life, I have thought that cow in Spanish, or my whole adult life, I've thought cow in Spanish was vaca. Mm-hmm. And my, my daughter's like, no, it's with a V. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I learned it right from three-year-olds <laughs> who were just learning how to talk. So... <laughs> That is a big asterisk there. Yeah. I I remember I had a child that they were like, I I, I would watch him. He's talking and I'm like, is it wrong? I don't understand. Like, he seems great. And they're like, he speaks very, very formally. Mm. We need need you to teach us how to teach him to speak informally. Like, and be like a kid. Conversational. And I'm like, well, this is going to be a challenge. Right. You know? (laughs) So there was a lot of back and forth between, I had this, uh, this girl who was like the lead girl there her name was barbie um and god bless barbie like i could not have done this job without <laughs> barbie like for sure like a hundred percent so that was a good job though that, that, 
That was a fun job. That reminds me of this meme I saw where it's this person in a job interview and the people who are conducting the interview are like looking at the resume and they say, you're asking a um, pretty high salary for somebody with no experience. <laughs> and then the applicant says, yeah, because this job is going to be really hard. <laughs> Since I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I don't I don't know how to do this, so it's probably not going to be that easy. Right, yeah. So I need to get paid a lot because this is going to be tough. Right. Because <laughs> I have no clue what I'm doing. So this job obviously was part of my career in autism services. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to me sometimes because, like, this is the job that I have spent most of my time in as an adult, that I have made most of my money in as an adult, you know, as in, in autism services. And it's not the job that people necessarily think of when they think of me. Mm. They think of this job. Really? Yeah, people now, like everybody who knows me now, like this is what they think I do. And so I have a funny story for you. <laughs> a couple months ago, fan club president Kyleen <laughs> and a couple other girlfriends and I were at lunch. I, it, was, it was Darby, um, our friend Darby, mm -hmm. and our, my friend Melissa. So mm -hmm. the four of us are at lunch and Kyleen did something. I don't want to say what she did because it grosses me out so much. I can't like she didn't. It's pretty benign. Like okay. it's not like it's not a super gross thing, but it's something that I have a real aversion to because I worked with a child years ago who engaged in this behavior as like play and to get a reaction from staff. Okay. And so I had to train myself like not to react, even though I thought that it was a gross behavior. Okay. You know, like I didn't like it. And um, even like thinking about it right now, like makes me want to dry heave a little bit. Okay. So, Kyleen did this thing at, like, a way lower level than this kid would have done it. But it grossed me out so much that I dry heaved. And Kyleen's like, I didn't know I was that disgusting. And I was like, oh, it's, it, it's not you. It's not what you did at all. It's because of an old client. It's because, you know, like, I have a history of extreme aversion to this. And Melissa goes, on the podcast? <laughs> Somebody did this on your something gross on your podcast and i just thought it was so funny it was so, and, and kylie's like oh she's lived many lives like Chr chrissy has lived many different lives no not on the podcast so you have not done anything that is aversive but um. oh good i'm glad <laughs> yeah okay i can talk about it real quick and tell you what yes i'm dying to know what it is so he was like a spit smear kind of like he would spit and he would like make a string and Ew, play I with hate it that. Mm. or like smear it on the windows and stuff Ugh. and all Kylene did was she was trying to get her heart rate monitor stick and I, she licked her oh. heart rate monitor and I heaved like I, I, I was I was like, like and she's oh like, yeah that's she's not like, gross oh, it, was, it was gross to me like it make my stomach is in a pit right now like and it's because of this kid I can totally see this kid in my head and the oh it was so nasty it was so nasty so yeah but it was not on the podcast <laughs> well good I was in a different life and a different job <laughs> All right, I'm going to do one more job. Okay. Figure out if you think I've done this job or All not. Right. I'll use my powers of deduction. <laughs> do you think that I was the CEO of a multi-site healthcare provider? I already know that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought about saving the adjunct faculty for last, you know, because that one, you, you, I didn't know, so you probably didn't either. <laughs> but I... I did find, and you have surely found this too as an entrepreneur, when I started a business, I got to do all the jobs. Mm -hmm. I was the cleaning lady. Mm -hmm. I was the HR director. Mm -hmm. I was the business development manager. Uh -huh. I was the marketing and branding strategist. Yep. I was the brand ambassador, the deal negotiator, everything else. 
You were the pusher man. I was the pusher man. <laughs> I was the pusher man of the entire brand. That's what I had to be. Yeah. And then, um, so when I partnered with private equity, I had to decide if I wanted to continue in the CEO role. And the CEO of a young entrepreneurial company versus the CEO of a large, rapidly growing um, private back private equity-backed company mm-hmm. are very different jobs. Yeah. You know, we went from four sites in 2015 to more than 50 sites in 2020 and exiting and selling to another firm, you know, so four years, five, it was like August of 2015 through March of 2020, you know, crazy time, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm really glad that I didn't take that job because my role changed again. Right. And now I do a job that's my favorite job I've ever had, even more than lifeguarding. <laughs> now I'm a corporate board member and yeah. not just for the company I started, you know, like for other companies. I got to go to Texas a couple weeks ago. Uh, basically, last time that we recorded in the studio mm-hmm. before Anna filled out, filled in for me since I was out last week. So two weeks ago, I left here and went and got straight on a plane and went to Texas. Uh-huh. And I got to do troubleshooting with people who are in all the jobs that I used to do, the business development manager, the marketing manager, like all these people, I got to go troubleshoot with them on these jobs that I used to do at a smaller level and watch how they do it at a bigger level. And it was so much fun, mm-hmm. you know? And I get to get on a plane in a couple of weeks and go to Austin and do some legislative work for um, the Texas Medicaid program. And I haven't gotten to do that in a long time. And I haven't gotten to do that outside the state of Florida, like ever. So now I get to do all these new fun things because... I did all these yeah. other jobs in the past, you know? It's really fun. I, I think that's part of what I really like about this age stage, life stage that we're both in because I'm going through some of some similar stuff where I'm noticing how be, without really paying attention to it or having this be a, a goal that I worked on, I have become a subject matter expert. Right. And now I'm finding myself in a mentorship role mm-hmm. for for health coaches who are just getting certified and just starting their, their businesses and seeing myself through them and realizing, well, yeah, that was like 15 years ago right. that mm-hmm. I started. Right. And it's like, wow, that well, happened fast. We're both in interesting fields for this too because we're both in kind of nascent young industries yes you know like my industry didn't have professional certification at the national level until 1999 yeah we just got it a couple of years ago yeah so we are the oldest Mm -hmm. like i am like the grandmother of of my field you know like my certificate number was 2521 yeah like it's yeah. not very many people before me. You know what I mean? Can you imagine doctor number 2,521? <laughs> <laughs> many of the people who are older than me working in health and well-being coaching are doing it as a second career. Oh, interesting. So mm-hmm. I'm one of the pioneers who have chosen this as a business of coming in at somewhat still the ground level and growing with the industry mm-hmm. and um so it's i freak that sometimes yeah i can see that i mean all in all i feel like i've been really blessed with a super dynamic career mm-hmm. you know i've gotten to do a lot of different things and just being passionate about like children mm-hmm. building good systems and making 
the world a better place has afforded me some like super unbelievable opportunities, like the coolest opportunities. And so I would like to take a moment to recommend something to our listeners. Now here's part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend... Might I recommend that you take stock of your past and its accomplishments and that maybe you share your young work life stories with your children and your peers. Um, open up and let people know where you came from and that you haven't always been this. Right. You know, and, you know, maybe that you screwed up. Hopefully that you had a pretty good time, by and large. <laughs> you know, I just... Just it's fun to reflect a little bit, and it's fun to think how far you've come. Like it's really funny to me to think that even when I was teaching pee wee gymnastics to three year olds who couldn't hear, <laughs> like it honestly kind of lines up with where my whole life went career wise. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know that it was going to be a stepping stone in my path. That I was going to think, how could I communicate with these kids better? How could I, you know, like, how could I teach them better? And that's pretty cool, you know, to think back at those those first experiences in work life, you know, and where they took you to now. I like that um, idea of going back and looking at all the things because so many times when we go into LinkedIn or we're making a resume, you know, we really just include the things that are relevant to what it is that we're trying to do next. Right. And so, and also, you don't necessarily need to have like your job from high school. Right, you know, exactly. But they're all part you of what made you. don't need to know I managed the city pool, but you know. <laughs> but they're all part of your experience. And so I think that we self omit or self edit that mm -hmm. list a lot. I think so too. And if you take the time to sit down and really look at your full spectrum of experiences, then. I think it's just fun to see how the layers have contributed to where you are now. And I think it's really fun, like, now that you and I have kids that are close to around the age, for me, where I started working. You mm -hmm. know, my kids, my uh, my son turns 12 in a few days, and my daughter is 13, you know. And, that, I mean, I had my first job when I was 12. Like, yeah. I said, my first time punched clock, you know, paying job. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, now no one will hire them. Like, they kind of right. be a little older. But, you know, like... My my kids were taking babysitting classes uh -huh. and like doing, you know, they, and I think that's cool. Like, so it's kind of neat to share with them. Like, I haven't always been like in charge of things, you right. know, <laughs> like there was a time where I had to pay my dues and, you know, and do my part too, which I think is neat. I always think of things also in a historical context of thinking about the time span, the lifespan of people and the amount of time that people used to have to be considered a life and the fact that by 12 years old you were totally expected to be yeah earning your keep right and I mean you would be by 15 you'd be sent off to university if you were going to do that or to be an apprentice to somebody so yeah or I look to, at my or to make babies right or to make babies mm -hmm. and I look at my 15 year old son and think gosh if we if he if this was hmm. right <laughs> and I think hmm. he would be totally expected to be out and supporting himself. Yeah. Well, and I think it's changed generationally generationally lately, too, because, like, these kids who had to do Zoom school right. and all this stuff, they grew up real fast. Mm -hmm. Like, these kids, they became responsible in ways that I wasn't when I was, I mean, well, I mean, maybe I was, but I don't feel like I was. I feel like I was very sheltered and protected, and I had a job just to, you know, make candy money. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Heather, here's the part of the show where I offer you the obligatory five-minute flip. So much to say, so little time. When the clock starts to tick, it's the five-minute flip. Ladies, 
Start your engines. Yeah, you gotta let him play that one. I like that one. <laughs> I was thinking about the five-minute flip today, um, and honestly, I'm just in such a place right now of revitalization and renewal. I just got a huge work, work project off my calendar and done. Congrats. Thank you. And so it feels like bright, sunshiny day. And be a bright, yeah. And bright. so I'm honestly just kind of like floating around right now, enjoying the fact that I'm not having to work 15 hour days Great. for a while. And like all of my jobs. You take your are... time to reflect on your jobs instead. <laughs> You know, it's it was funny that you brought that topic today because um, somebody asked me a while ago, like, so what do you do? And it was a really interesting. I never know how to answer. I never know how to answer. And I, without sounding like, like some, like, totally disorganized, I need to figure out how to answer that question. <laughs> my cousin, um, when I went down to the Keys to visit with my cousin and sister, my cousin was like, this is not hard. You just say, I sold a company and now I don't do anything. And I'm like, but that's, that's not, not true. true. <laughs> I'm like, that. I was like, I do lots of things. I do, I do, you know, like. I, I'm busy, you know, like I, I usually what I say now is I'm a corporate board member because I feel like that's my primary job now. Well, I've, I discovered. But people don't know what that means. They're no. Like, okay. But I discovered that I really liked the, the, the fact that it was a complicated answer because I like being eclectic in, in having a lot of different projects at the same time. I like having being able to work in different facets of my personality and mm -hmm. my strengths and my interests. And so even though I realized I need to find a way to answer this question, I liked the fact that I feel like I'm using up all the space in my life right now. I like that too. And I like the, even what we got to talk about representatively today. Like I get to do things in the business world. I get to do things in the arts world. I get to do things, you know, in the science world. I get to do things in all these different fields and that's where it's at, man. A little bit of a little bit of everything. You get to go do something fun, you yeah. know. And I really love it. Yeah. Let's give the people some homework. Don't forget your homework. Do you like that the five minute flip? We didn't even hit the one minute mark. Yeah. We just boom. Yeah. Uh, it's so aversive. It's so scary when John's like, <laughs> I was one waiting. more minute. I know. I, really I know. I, I know. wanted to do it so bad. I know. I'm like, mm -mm, nope, nope, nope. We're not gonna get there. <laughs> the five minute flip's always gonna be like three minutes and thirty seconds. I think. <laughs> that we don't hear one minute remaining. Ne neither of us like that kind of <laughs> dictatorial <laughs> influence in our lives. Yeah, so, so Can't we, tell us uh -huh. what to do. We avoided it. I just went straight to homework. That's too funny. Clean up your resumes, people. <laughs> yes. Dig into the themes of your past mm -hmm. and the values that are important to you in a job. Make changes as needed to get where you want to go. We are now heavy into spring, my friends. This oh, time yeah. of year is ripe with possibility. In and fact, all. I was listening to Bobby's show, and he was calling. He said, "Ladies, it's leave him season." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, Bobby is right. This is the season for breakups and new things. Um, so go find your new things in your job, in your life. Reflect on your past, and make your future dreams come true. Love it. Until next time. Bye." Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com.
That's with a C H R Y S S Y. Like, share, and subscribe, and tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.